0: Welcome to That Tech Pod, where we discuss all things e-discovery, cybersecurity, data privacy, and tech innovations.
1: I'm Gabby Schulte, and you know what? I know a little bit about technology. And I'm Laura Milstein, and I also know a decent amount about technology myself. Well, that's why we have heavy hitters each week to help us break down these topics. So today, Laura, who are we talking to? <sighs> Gabby, get ready. This this guy's good. I know it. Mommy I know he's under my seat. I mean, he he already started off with some dad jokes, so I like this guy already. But today we uh, we really want to dive into how AI is spearheading the new normal of digital marketing, and to do that. We've brought in Thomas Hellfreck. I know, take a moment, that's right. A technology guru, business innovator, and CEO of Instantly Relevant, where he's coming on to be instantly relevant for us using a combination of emerging AI technology and expert human insight. His company helps founders, entrepreneurs, and startups earn more traffic, tap into new relevant revenue streams, and capture the attention of relevant audiences. I just want to keep throwing relevant into everything I can when it comes to this because I think this is very That's relevant. So, so
0: relevant for yeah.
1: our episode, <laughs>
0: Thomas.
2: Google's welcome gonna crush to the your show. Keyword. <laughs> Thank you for having <laughs> me. Okay, okay, you overdid it on the keywords. It's it. it's not trending. That's it. It's over. <laughs> nice to be here. Thank you.
0: So, Thomas, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you are relevant to today's show. Okay, that's really the last one that I'm going to do today. <laughs> it's
1: not true. We're going to keep doing it.
2: Right. though no, no, I appreciate it. So, uh, you know, like, the, thank you for the intro. So, you know, Thomas Selfrick, I, I found it instantly relevant a couple of years ago. Uh, where we're focusing on the content creation and managing social media and and marketing specifically for founders, entrepreneurs, and startups. Uh, My background just to give you a context of what we'll talk about today with AI and some other pieces is the expertise in, in intelligent automation and AI systems. And that's where you automate a process using technology in the right moment with the right people to accelerate people. And so I've applied some of those rules to marketing and rethinking how you can approach creating content, managing social media at scale uh, which is an ideal pick for companies that are just starting, or even ones that are needing, maybe going through an economic downtour. Uh There might be a couple in the world doing that right now. Um, and they need more scale, but at a different price point. So that that's the the gist of it, I bet, but I live in Atlanta and let's get nerdy out. You know, I, I love to nerd it out a bit with tech.
1: Is that a thing with Atlanta? Atlanta's known for nerding out. Cause like, I thought it was peaches.
2: Uh, it's peaches for sure, but we just like to be, there's not a lot of nerdy people here, but there's a lot of cool rappers too, which is kind of neat. And and I believe there's a couple, couple, uh, Netflix shows filmed here, but we were not going to talk about those today because they're Um, sexy. Yeah. It's
0: It's too sexy for us. Um, We can't get that sexy here. Um, No. Well, so Thomas, what do you think about, um, (laughs) So tell us a little bit about how, you know, actually, yesterday we had someone on um, about AI and we got real philosophical. We won't do that quite today. But I want to know, in what ways is AI really kind of changing the normal when it comes to digital marketing? I mean, like when I'm thinking that, I'm thinking, okay, maybe algorithms, maybe... um, you know, something that's scalable, maybe personalized, but tell me like, what are the big takeaways when it comes to AI and digital marketing?
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a popular question and it is emerging. One of the biggest ones for sure is in content creation. So some of the technology that's based in the thing called GPT-3 and there's some other technologies that are open source as well, but that's where you can leverage the AI technology to accelerate your writing. And that could be in the form of just Creating brand new, rephrasing an article, changing the tonality of an article, you know, getting better titles, et cetera, et cetera. But leveraging that type of technology specifically is at the forefront of marketing right now to give you some scale and speed and uh and consistency for the for your what you're writing. The flip side of it is you do need to have a human lead it. So we can get into that a bit. And probably the other one I'd say is is big is just leveraging AI at bigger scales, to understand your persona of who you're marketing to and how to reach them. So that's kind of done a bit more on the, like the Googles or the metas of the of the world where they're the data they have on you and how it's leveraged with your, uh, content itself, it, it being placed is, uh, it, it's definitely going on. It's not something that a consumer sees front and center, but there's massive amounts of AI being applied to those kind of algorithms for advertisement or for content resharing.
1: Thomas, I would like to share a pet peeve of mine with you, and I think this is a safe space to do it. So I'm just yes, gonna, I'm safe. just gonna. T- I absolutely hate when people try to make technology sound so fancy and creative by saying things like, "We are disrupting the industry. We are all in on AI." What? What the fuck are you talking about? I, I don't want to hear any of that. It's just noise to me. But I think when we're talking to people like you, we're really combining tech and marketing. And the problem is that's like tech and sales. How do you kind of dig dig through that and get actual technical people that aren't just trying to sell you something or aren't just trying to brand something by saying they're going to just, I don't want you to disrupt me. Why would I want you to disrupt technology? No, I don't want any of that. And if you're all in on AI, is that the only thing you're in on? I don't want any of that. It's too much. So how do you actually create meaningful content, leveraging technology, and data and experts and just figuring out how to make a purpose for this without just, you know, disrupting the industry and using just buzzwords. But, you know, how do you actually combine all of it?
2: You know, I have a very synergistic answer for you. I'm just kidding. Um, I love that word synergy. I want to get a shirt that says synergy. Uh, consultants, uh, you know, speak aside of uh, you're you're absolutely spot on. Uh, AI, typically when it's led as a company about how cool it is and how disruptive it is, the target audience isn't the customer that's actually going to benefit. It's actually the investors that are trying to attract to invest in them. And if you're really wanting to build something that leverages these, these types of technology, any technology really, the only thing that matters is the customer and their outcome. I'm 100% sure our customers do not care how we create content or manage social media for them—they do not care if the word AI is in there or IA or any other letter of the alphabet, um, you know—and they don't because they care about the outcome. So, as a as the you know deliverer of these services, what I do care about is making sure that we can do it consistently and how we can leverage technology to keep costs down for the customer at the same time build a business that we can grow upon and deliver the content and the things that we've promised our customers in a way that's faster, higher quality, higher volume, at a better price point. And that's what they do care about. And so when we talk about AI, it's great. It's in the backdrop of the story. We don't use it on every piece of content. And we don't use it all the time. We use it when we need to, to accelerate. And so the technology that focuses on the acceleration and the outcome is the right technology to use. That's an intelligent automation principle of automating a process with the right person, right moment in the right time to accelerate, not to replace, or just to do it for technology's sake. So that's how we apply it. There are plenty of, you know, 10X this, we'll do it faster, cheaper, better, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, fill in the blank with the technology. Uh, it, no one cares on the customer side. They only care about getting things, you know, better, more of it, a better price point.
3: And no. Here's a quick message from our sponsor. By using AI machine learning, EY teams are helping businesses add value by delivering insights as decisions are made in real time. Across a wide range of industries, geographies, and business issues, Automation remains a key business driver for today and tomorrow. EY is helping to tackle many business challenges and leading their clients to better outcomes with technology solutions that embed their domain know-how. Through EY Virtual, clients are provided with an integrated digital approach to managing legal and compliance risks for organizations. As a suite of issue-driven apps and client workspaces, EY Virtual dynamically integrates, transforms, and orchestrates data, providing AI insights. It features visualization, mapping, and modeling, so businesses can have firm-wide oversight and helps build on legal and compliance capabilities as business needs evolve. Built on AI-driven technology, EY Virtual sits either on the cloud or on-premises, which means data is kept together And is more secure. And by connecting partner environments within a single platform, businesses can manage their work and processes with a single point of entry. Learn more about EY and their new technology solutions at www.ey.com backslash EY virtual. And now back to the show.
0: Well, and with that being said, though, um, Obviously, AI and tech can help with that, but how do you keep um, your content sort of more like meaningful, but at the same time, churn it out as you're saying more of it and quality wise, keep up with it in that way?
2: Yeah, we use a quantum computer. No <laughs>
0: Oh really? Wow, that was so <laughs> it's,
2: good. It's called a human. Um, <laughs> use a human brain. Uh, Some somewhat quantitative, but the uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. I lost a track. Of your question. Uh, <laughs>
0: okay, I did answer. too. Hey, there's um, four
2: things I do really well. I average the any meeting. I can take the IQ down. Two, I talk too much. <laughs> Three, I put humor in at the wrong times. And four, I forgot. Anyway,
1: well, you are can, perfect for this podcast. Then can we just um, say that's like a great, like that is a tagline for dating right there? I'm going to be really upfront. Yeah, absolutely. Here, here's who I am. I will bring the
0: combo down. Uh, no, just kidding. You are not bringing the combo down. Um, no, I was just saying. How, how do you, how do you, how do you make, how do you create meaningful content at the same time trying to scale it, basically.
2: Yeah, that's. I mean, it's there's humans involved, but let's just back up from the setup, right? If, so, if you have a company and you're a founder and you just dive into creating content, you've you've already missed a big step, which is just the fundamental goal of why you're on social media or wherever else. Period. And 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 you don't need a lot of goals, but you do need at least one, maybe a two. Lining everything you do to a goal allows you to leverage a human and technology in concert um, or synerg- synergistically. Sorry, in concert to arrive at creating content and engagement and other things you need toward a goal. And that way you don't have loss. You don't have any wondering or focus. You just have to ask yourself the question, does it serve that goal? And if it does directly, then you should create it. And then you're, then you're on a path of focus. And once you have a path of focus, even the ADD types like myself can align around one goal and have a lot of creativity around that goal. We help facilitate that. That means there's more content being created at a rapid scale because when you can focus even AI specifically, if it's too general, it doesn't work. But if you're very focused and very to the point of how you leverage some of these technologies to help you write titling or articles or summarizations or tone, it helps to be very, very specific. And so if you can do those two things together with a human doing the review and edit, keeping it in brand, keeping it in messaging, make sure you're not you know quoting competitors, things like that, or plagiarizing for that matter, uh, then you can do it at scale. Uh, but that's kind of the elegant dance that you know, most marketing departments don't know how to do. Uh, it's something that we've centered our whole model around doing very well. Um, that was shameless plug time for you guys, just so I can throw that in there. But, uh, but the truth is, that's really how you do it, though, is you have to leverage the right technology in that right moment and know how to tie it to the right goal and make sure that it's, it's going to help facilitate the advancement of that goal or, or the you know conclusion of it than, than just to do it for the sake of like followers or likes or views or anything like that. Oh, that's a negative by the way we should talk about ai at the end of telling people to to create complete fomo yeah. and, and all this yeah. other um...
1: everyone's getting all right now anyone who hasn't listened and this is their first episode they're getting extreme fomo right now
2: right they should you know it's what it's never too late they should i mean like if you do it right i mean I'll, I'll, my, my story is is kind of the the, the the when people are like hey do you have examples of what we do well I, I just talk about what we did it for my own personal profile as a way to experiment but we did it in that way though I I set some goals and um, this is what we take any business through if you don't set a goal first and you create content you are wasting money and time period
1: okay uh, I guess we should have started this episode with a, with a goal
2: you yes. did it was it was to get viewers <laughs> and likes and sponsors. It's a
1: really that's a really good goal, goal. and Um, that sounds incredible. I, I mean, my goal was just to really see how many backgrounds you were going to put on. If anyone who's not able to see him, this is the second background that's changed, but both are instantly relevant. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's let's see a third
0: one. Whoa, sexy voice guy!
1: There it is. (laughs) This
2: podcast, this podcast crushes. It is. Oh my god.
1: Wow, Wow. that was nice.
2: 4,000 downloads in 30 days. Is that good?
1: Did you hear that? Yeah. Everyone listening? He just he got a a
2: free ad right in here. (laughs) This is a content play. So I created a podcast in the summer on a Friday afternoon. Um, So they're about a minute each. And we did it for the purpose to show that we could blow up a social media account. And we created of all the social media and tiktok did about 40,000 in 30 days on organic on that just showed that we could do it and the point was that it was a combination of we let ai write a lot of some of the scripts uh the outlines and then i read them in my own little way to show that you can get real scale from creating content even if it's just silly and ridiculous
0: oh, so we leveraged
2: ai to do that um i probably That's should amazing. do something with it because it did really well but it, it's not my <laughs> I, I, I have two big principles when it comes to working in business, right? is you focus on revenue today and revenue tomorrow, we try to do this for our customers as well. That is definitely our revenue tomorrow thing. <laughs> so we, uh, I pulled back on it to focus on uh, the company here and the customers we serve, but it was to prove <laughs> that you can do it if you just create the right content in the right moment and leverage technology at speed.
1: Laura, we should think about doing that. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty confident that this episode... If it is not the most downloaded episode, I'm not going to believe Thomas. So this is how we will track these. I mean, I could use AI to,
2: I could definitely use AI to trick your episode downloads and and blow it up to 20, 30,000. I don't think you want to do
1: that. God, don't, don't play with my heart like
2: that. You know, that's a big (laughs) problem though with, let's say these advanced tech though are, um, are are the the bots that exist for followers or for views or likes or the vanity metrics that a lot of these agencies are doing to drive vanity, like vanities and sanity is what we always say is like, you shouldn't focus on the million followers or million views. It's what's the next hundred or or 1000 people you need to meet because even in your podcast, if you have a known set of let's say 5,000 download of viewers or, or people who are loyal to your podcast but you know exactly who they are. That's actually better than having probably 500,000. You have no clue who they are from an advertising standpoint. And so a lot of these technologies, though, are great for creating content. They're also can be somewhat nefarious for creating uh, dismal results or short-term vanity results that don't really actually produce revenue for you.
1: Oh, man, I had just swiped right, and then I changed my mind after that. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, this is sad. I liked it better right. when the dating profile was around harder, better, faster, stronger, um, and now <laughs> that it's gone to vanity, I'm like, oh.
2: Yeah, you got to watch it, right? Too, too many hair flips, Not too, many. <laughs> too many selfies on the. So team. many
0: backgrounds. Um, so fast. Well, so I'm curious about this. So in. You know, our pre interview thing, we were talking about um, Coca Cola marketing mindset. So, like, what, when you think about Coca Cola, Laura, oh, there, oh, nice. I like that one. Um, (laughs) When you think about Coca Cola, Laura, what do you think about?
1: Well, when you say Coca Cola, it completely changes what I was going, what I was originally thinking. Um, Honestly, I think That's of why the, I was saying Coca-Cola Making uh, it a point to say Coca-Cola I think about the Mexican Coke bottles And then I think of the competition with Pepsi And then mm. I think about What other brands are <laughs> under each Because you, are, you you think about it like Which one is Sprite, which one is 7-Up Like you never remember but you always Remember Coke and Pepsi And I love a right. good war Like a friendly battle mm. Um, mm. And you know I'm like Fuck you Tropicana, I'm going with Coca-Cola Pretty sure Pepsi on <laughs> trap can. So let's, let's fuck. fuck
0: Honest, what do you, what do you think of when you, when you, when you see Coca Cola? Polar bears.
2: Coca Cola. Oh, I think uh, diabetes, uh, rotted teeth. Ooh, right. Um, right. Maybe, Saving right. your I'm car kidding. though. I'm kidding. I'm in Atlanta. Saving guy. your oh. car. I think they're 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 an incredible brand, right? I, I don't know who drinks Pepsi on this planet. I really don't know how they're in business.
1: Right? With.
0: Who are those drinkers? Every right. time I get a Pepsi at a place, like I I try to I try to not drink soda, but once in a while I'll have like a diet Coke. That's my kryptonite. And uh, but when they have a diet Pepsi, I'm like, I don't even bother. Why? Why even waste whatever I'm going to sacrifice in my body to drink this? But my point being is <laughs> um the, i think the what a lot of pe- marketing people would say is like oh they they're trying to sell you happiness like you know the the polar bears that christmas bears. and and just like a nice warm feeling um and so why why do you think thomas that that might be something to get away from when we're talking about ai and um and marketing
2: I don't think you should get away from it. I, I think your brand, which is a, a, is one of the swim lanes of the marketing swimming pool, so to speak, is one of the first things you have to do before you create content. Is have, um, it, you know, you don't want to have paralysis and analysis, all that jazz, right? You you need to get something that's unique, not cliched, and has a certain draws a certain emotion out of you as a brand. Otherwise, you're a you're a me too. You're a also does and. And this is where a lot of companies fall down, and why they can't understand why maybe egg, you know, their Facebook ads don't work or their landing pages are kind of dismal. It's because their brand's not very good. Uh, You know, their baby's ugly, and someone should tell them. So, working on brand to be non cliched, definitely something that creates uniqueness that that draws upon what it is they differentiate and do is so critical that I, th- I think it's something that actually needs to be focused on more because there's so many more companies that are out there now do claiming to do all kinds of things because of technology because they can do it faster and they can do it a little better but their their messaging and what they actually do the differentiators aren't there in their brand so I think that's an area that most companies need to spend time on uh initially
1: I mean Thomas I don't want you to leave the show I just would like us to just be in this moment for a long time. We could go get some Coca-Colas and we could just continue this. I'm really into it, but unfortunately I know that you have a busy schedule, so we will let you go in a moment. I have one last question for you. Um, and this one I want you to really think about as I make it up right now. Are you ready?
2: Okay. I'm ready.
1: Yeah. Just <sighs> Okay. How important is it to combine human beings and AI when it comes to marketing? You mentioned a little bit about how AI is great because you can get all of these bots and you can build all these people, like uh, attraction to your site. But if you have that, do you not need people? Because at least you're able to show that. Or if you only have people... Can you say, hey, we're getting the real audience that you mentioned. We're building real feedback. We're actually getting something of substance here. So maybe we don't actually need AI in that. And then how do you continue to keep your customers after that? Is it the humans? Is it the AI? Is it truly a combination? What does that look like? And what do you think your answer... It And based on your answer, do you think that that will be the same answer if I asked you in seven years from now?
2: No, good question. First and foremost, a human must lead powerful technologies like AI. They're there to accelerate humans, not replace them fully. They're there to do things that you would just take too long to do or being incapable of doing because of the size of data so you must absolutely have a human-led approach uh, that human could be on your side meaning a customer side or you can leverage people on like the on the partner side but a human does need to lead it because you're you're not selling to other machines you're selling to humans so th- that's for, for uh, first and foremost uh, getting a bunch of follows and views is great but it doesn't do any good if if they're all fake and so that you don't want that so just like the other powerful technologies, like say autonomous driving, you probably want to at least be in the car and keep your hands on the wheel if you're in there a little bit and be alert and not just fully trust the old driving machine to do what it needs to do. It's going to be human led with the idea that the technology can learn over time. So fast forward seven years, humans are still going to be uh, leading this. It's just more mundane or more repetitive tasks will be done by technology quicker, faster. Um, where the the creativity isn't needed, where the repetition isn't needed, uh, likely more on the automation side of moving them through funnels or whatever else that would be there. That's where uh, the technology will consider uh, could be considerably more powerful, but the human will still be leading it because the only way you'll get differentiation distinction is 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 probably uh, not probably it'll be by the people that are that are using the technology that know your brand and are trying to differentiate.
0: Well, Thomas, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. I'm here for you. Oh, we believe it. So, Laura, and of course, we have Kevin here with us, our uh, education expert. Guys, what did you think about uh, Thomas Helfrich, um,
1: AI marketing extraordinaire? Man, he was incredible. I know Kev is going to dive into like some extremes, but I just have to say on a very surface level, he was personable, he was knowledgeable. And I mean, the combination, I was just like, he clearly knows what he's doing and I just trust him. He could have been lying to my face and I would have followed him into the bombing or whatever. Like he was just so great. I really liked him. But he also presented a lot of interesting um, facts. I mean, we talk a lot about different avenues when we're talking about marketing and we're talking about technology and how does this do that? And how does this change that? And a lot of times it is literally bullshit. It's a lot of filler. And I think he kind of helped to say, hey, you don't just want these bots because that's actually not going to help you or you don't just want this. Um, and I just, I loved him. Kevin, breakdown for the audience. Against everything that I just said, but you know, in English.
2: I was going to say you took my thunder there. Um, I, I agree. I thought one of the interesting things about it that, that he said that I was kind of you know, surprised by was I was expecting him to say AI you know, sort of rules the world and, and the technology will take over, but he did still rely, um, he said he relies a lot on the humans and the human element to this. And I think that piece of it was really interesting um, because I think you know, we are in a world or in an industry where AI is very much in the forefront and, and really you know, trying to take over, but you forget about the humans in the background at times you know, that really still need to, to guide this and drive this,, um, and I thought his point about ensuring that the human element is not forgotten is really was critical, and I thought that was really interesting to kind of hear him say um, and definitely not what I was expecting.
0: I agree with both of you. Um, I don't have much to add other than um, he has a great podcast voice, and I'm a little jealous because I always thought like I had a really good podcast voice, but he
1: has a better one, so I'm i feeling a little bit. Uh, the two of you right could now. do a, a spin off podcast. Um, yeah. I'd listen for sure. Two voices <laughs> that I would definitely listen. If you have any suggested names for Gabby and spin spinoff podcast episode, reach out to us at contact at thattechpod.com to let us know. Or just to ask us a question, see how we're doing. Tell us how you're doing, how you're feeling, how, how's, you know, life. We'd love to hear from you. And if you haven't already, make the right choice and head over to www.thattechpod.com enter your email, subscribe, get some great merch, listen to some old episodes. Again, really just tune into how great that website is because you could be a part of it. That's right. We're Hiring, reach out to us again at contact at thattechpod.com if you're looking for employment at that tech pod. Check us out on LinkedIn slash that tech pod, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Be Real, Get Real, anything that I'm making up all right the now. Things, just just all of us. the things,
0: all yeah. of them. And if you want to just help us out even more, go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review. We would love you forever. Thank you and see you next time. See ya.
3: Bye.